here's the deal like a distributor's got to make money keep the door keep the lights on and i feel like the tool game's getting hard for the distributor to stay in man it's it's getting tough i know my brand that's not just you wanting to make a bunch of money on it that's like making anything and still trying to stay in and you know competitive no that's the truth we had so my branch manager came to me the other day and we were discussing uh we're talking about press what is up trade crew dennis here with hvac r&d riding's on the other end no we didn't leave we are back. We took a little break. Don't forget, we are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic. Go check them out. If you are a, because we got AHR coming up, if you're a, a distributor or you got some products out there you want to go to market with, that's what they do. So look them up, give them a shout. We got a ton of stuff to get to. Obviously, we hadn't posted a show in a couple weeks. I've been moving. Ryden's been trying to get settled in. So we got a lot to get to. Corey. Corey's had a lot going on. Got to cover some of his stuff. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. title of the show <laughs> has some depressing stain it's been a while ah, i love that jam <laughs> <sighs> so what's up trade crew that's right we are back better than ever i mean isn't that the saying isn't that the right yeah. saying yeah so um i'm back in the saddle again <laughs> That's, that's a good one too. This, this show, I mean, what are we gonna? Yeah, I mean, that all these. <laughs> that's actually that might be it, right? Actually, there. just save that. Here, I'll just start over and we'll cut that part so we don't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's up, trade crew? Back better than ever. Back in the saddle again. Damn it, I just gave it away too. Well, hell, they're already gonna know it. They're already gonna know it. That's I right. promise, we have not started drinking yet. Well. Mm. They know better than that. <laughs> That's Trade true. crew knows better than that. Trade crew knows better. So, 
thank you for coming back and listening. Thank you for uh, giving us a couple of weeks. We needed it. We both had a lot of stuff going on. There's a bunch more stuff we've got going on behind the scenes too. So thank you for listening, giving us a little bit of patience, and hopefully we will reward you with some awesome shows coming up over the next couple of months. But also, while we're talking about great sponsors, remember we are also sponsored by One Thing Marketing. Brittany and her team did an excellent job of the website, have supported us since the beginning. So thank you to all of them for taking care of us. If you need anything in regards to website or web development for your local trades business, especially up in Kentucky, reach out. But they will service customers all over the country because that's the great thing we can do with this digital world we live in now. Also, please make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at HVACRD, as well as on LinkedIn, Facebook, and TradeHounds. Please go visit HVACRD.com and check out that great work on our website from One Thing Marketing. Also, please make sure to take a look at the hashtag Trade Crew Vendor Hub for more info about One Thing Marketing or Keystone, as well as some great deals with BetterHelp, Chirp, and Service Titan. Um, live events coming up this fall as we start getting into counter days. Uh, it's crazy to say, but hell, uh, July is already almost over. Yeah. Um, well, well, it just got hot, you know, like yeah. five days ago. So summer's here and it's over. That's it. So um, <laughs> fall will be here in November at this rate, maybe. I'm not sure. I hope so. You drag our feet a little bit. I know, right? Um, and... I appreciate the group of people that are starting to get on the mailing list. Yep, I didn't get a newsletter out yet, but July is not over. <laughs> Famous last I was gonna words say, of uh, "better late than never." You know, we took a break. Say, yeah, we took live a break, so I just we we took a break. Well, live events. Yeah. I mean, I see it all day on Instagram. Everybody's like, "I'm gonna take a break, guys." You know, we we got. We don't want to just put something out if it ain't if there's nothing attached to it, right? It ain't no. Got no, uh, it ain't got no teeth. That's right. So, yeah, I had I was trying to move a lot of stuff going on, but live training events, just live events in general. I'm thinking this fall, I'd like to try to do some. It might just be me wherever I'm at. It might just be riding, but I want to try to get some some recordings live at a, at a counter day or something like that. Similar yes, to absolutely. AHR where we're, we're could be out loud or maybe you just sit down at the table, give us your, give us your story, your trade story, how you got into it. Yep. And we just put all this together on a show, but, um, it's all live just out, you know, that's the plan. I'd like to see that, but no, that would be awesome. I also think, um, who knows, maybe one day we could cast some live HVAC R&D training events and do a little co-host stuff. Um, yeah. Do that too. Especially for, you know, getting you up in front of some of your other Keystone market if we do a little bit of Mid-Atlantic stuff. So it's a cool idea. Looking forward, maybe. Did you say Linktree in our bios? No, we hadn't got I think there you yet. might have. Okay, good. We hadn't got there yet. We, uh, we took a... <laughs> We took a, a hard right at events and articles. It's going to be a lot of hard rights on this show. <laughs> Probably so. Maybe a few U-turns. I feel like I've taken a hard right <laughs> to the uh, face. <laughs> uh, no shit. So, 
For uh, all other information, as Dennis said, you can also check the link three in the bios. I said link three. Good job. Good yep. uh, southern pronunciation there. The link tree in the bios of all of our social media. That also gives you some additional direct links to everywhere you can find the show, whether it be iHeartRadio, Pandora, Podbean, Spotify, all the places we get most of our listeners. And you can also find all 21, I believe, uh, places we are syndicated now through our website as well, hvacrd.com. So, uh, yeah. Well, I've said this on the show before. I think it's funny how a lot of podcasts start with, hey, you can find us on anywhere you like to get your podcast. Well, yeah, no shit. They're listening to you say that on something. Very true. But I guess it's good to throw out there that if somebody sent you a link, I think that's the idea, right? Like I shared, somebody wanted to know where they could listen to our podcast today. He was in Greensboro, technician. He said, man, I heard about your podcast. You know, where, where can I listen to it at? So I shot it to him from Spotify because that's what I like. So he didn't, you know, I guess that's the idea. He, he can, uh, anywhere you want to listen to it, it's out there. And, um, you know, for me, even I'm YouTube usually, today, it's on YouTube. Yep, yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, it's not great video, no, but it's yeah, like no YouTube. video, no video, just this nice, solid, static background of HVAC R&D. Um, at least I think that's how it is. What is, sure. this, what is your static, right? What is my static? What's your uh, static? not had enough beer yet. I feel like we don't say that ever. We don't. And that's our like tagline. We keep saying evolve or dissolve, which, I mean, <laughs> we've coined that one too. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's your static? That's our tagline, and we never true. use it. Well, you know, sometimes it gets overused. You gotta move it around a little bit. Went oh, it gets overused in this industry. What's your what? static? I feel like I say that six <laughs> times a day. <laughs> Probably. Hey, man, I, 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 this, I think this thing needs a new board. Really? What's your static? What? 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 I'm like, what's your static? What? No, 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 I'm what? outside. I'm outside working on this board. I know. What's your static pressure? Ah, I'm about to call you back. Of course you are. Yep. jeez. Oh, that fixes everything, man. I know. That and changing filters. It's yep. impressive. All right, so we don't I don't really know when you're listening to this, but right now while we're recording it is what's today's what's today right today is monday the 24th and it is national tequila day oh boy yep and i do not i do not drink tequila oh that music's playing you don't worry about that that's what i'm talking about so you want to start it i feel like you have to i guess i should go first so uh Ever since I watched Ron White's latest special on Netflix and I saw his private labeled bottle of tequila sitting on his stool, I wanted to try it. And I finally broke down and dropped more than you probably should on a bottle of spirits, but we're going to find out if it was worth it. So I have a fresh bottle of number one, Last Call 2022. (laughs) Number one. That's the greatest. Extra Añejo. So, let's see. Is it like pure agave, I think? Mm-hmm. 
just got it on ice. Hundred percent agave. We're about to open it. See if we can hear this little cork. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like it might have bounced off the ceiling. Sounds like a little highball glass you got there. Oh. That's a heavy pour. <laughs> it sounded like it. For our boy Donnie. Yep. Cheers to you, buddy. Alright. Oh, it smells good. If tequila can smell good. Is it clear? I'm assuming. No, um, it's not Blanco. And yeah, who is usually aged a little bit longer so it's darker oh okay that's right it's got a little oh that's good that's really smooth really mm-hmm all right 40 wanna... so 80 proof you don't want to fill our listeners in on the cost of that bottle i think it was like a buck 38 <laughs> yikes <laughs> holy crap I wonder if Travis is listening. Travis is a buddy of mine. He's right. a huge tequila guy. Of course, he's a uh, ah, what is he? He's a uh, what's he's the green Patron guy? Isn't he? Yep, Patron guy. I don't know what they run. I guess they're up there too. I think some of them are in that that upper upper range. I'm curious. What I'm drinking, I'd have to get like I don't know twenty cases. <laughs> Silver's around 50, what it says. Oh, Patron? Yeah. Hmm. Just not a tequila guy, as you can tell. I didn't used to drink it as much until uh, we made friends with the manager of the Mexican restaurant up here. And we used to go like every Monday night before, before COVID. It's funny, I was editing a soundbite of us talking about before and after COVID earlier. Um, so I feel like I'm speaking for everyone when I say growing up, I say growing up, 21 and up, we all cut our teeth on the worst tequila on the planet. Oh yeah. And everybody's like, oh man, I don't, I, I can't drink tequila. I mean, that's me. Right. But now the options of tequila are, well, you get older, you get a job and you can afford better stuff. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to circle back yep, and try it. Me and Corey tried some really nice tequila in Cancun. And I was like, wow, I could, I could do this. Um, but it does affect people a little bit different than yep. certain things. That's just a fact. You just know. to make your clothes fall off, Dennis. <laughs> No. Thank God. So I didn't want to find out. No, I, I do okay <laughs> on tequila. Um, I'll tell you what Tracy doesn't want me to drink, honestly. Hmm. And it puts me in a, I don't know, it puts me in a funky mood. Not a fighting mood, not a, you know, tear the bar down, but <laughs> um, I can't do Captain Morgan's anymore. No spiced it, rum for you. It, it puts, well, just Captain, like that. You know, I've drank some of that stuff on the show that I've had that um, aged rum and all that. No, mm-hmm. no problem there. Just straight Captain Morgan's just doesn't. I get in a. I don't know. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like the mood. I don't know if I, it's not like I'm like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like. 
Swinging Duck Saloon, you know, but <laughs> um, where the hell is Swinging Duck Saloon? Swinging oh, Duck swing, Saloon, Swing and Duck, Swing and Duck. You never heard that? Like, the, oh, I, the really, I heard really it. Bad. I just took it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally put the duck in there, and I was like, quack quack. What the hell? Where's the Swing and Duck? <laughs> yeah, I, it just doesn't. I don't know. It just puts me in a the the best mood I'm ever in. According to her, is is Crown Man? Crown is it? Dude, um, I know. Apple crown to add to that, you know? Damn. All right, well, I'm going to run over here to the mini fridge. I have to get mine because my beer has to always be kept cold. That's right. There's your little. You got to adhere to some yep. certain uh, Keep brewery traditions. And here I go. keep refrigerated that's right even though i moved you know the deal my mini fridge is 10 steps as always so i am drinking a bavarian lager from red oak the amber lager five percent we got i guess i guess we could probably just chime on in on this while i'm yeah, we can go for we it. We want to. We might as well bust, yeah, you know, bust out our little, our, some news we got. Yep. So uh, on Friday, part of the reason we wanted to make sure and got this show done early in the week so that we could get everything out was because Dennis and I have a a brewery tour at Red Oak on Friday, four thirty, at the Logger House. Yes, I'm stoked. Me too. All right, here we go. Now I officially reside in North Carolina since last Saturday. Only place you can get Red Oak, North Carolina. That's right. So we we are going to have a couple discussions with them. We'll yep. see where it goes. Um, maybe there'll be a platinum sponsor. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be so stoked. <laughs> They're like, listen, we can't, I mean, we can't send you a check, but. <laughs> but we can well, send you cases. Twice a month, a red oak truck will pull up to your driveway. <laughs> so. A guy with a hand truck will get out. <laughs> and refill and, uh, your logger house uh, kegerator. <laughs> fridge thing that we give you as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's that's an HVAC R and D and Red Oak collab is uh, a specific R and D logger house approved uh, kegerator for Valdez. Yes. So every time I go to anything up here, whether it's uh, any college games, hockey games, R and D brewing is in there, and I'm like, how do we make this work? Like, how right. can we make this work? It's painful. It's R and D brewing, literally. It's, I mean, um, yeah. I just bought, I just bought three. So I, I didn't get to get, 
you know, Corey's going to App State, but I missed the season tickets. Um, no. Well, they sold out first time ever, and way before Corey knew he was going. So I missed that boat. But I'm not going to lie, man. I hate, I hate to sound like a softie on here, but some of their games, like November 25th, dude, you have to wear ski gear in there, literally. Yeah, you can keep that weather. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just that it's that bad because of the wind coming off the mountain. You're down in that hole. It's, uh, I mean, it's usually could be single digits. I don't know. It's, it's not that, <laughs> it's not that cool to watch it. Honestly, every time I, I go to a, a game now and it's just TV timeout after TV timeout, I'm, I get kind of bored with it. Oh, there ain't no TV timeouts up here, bud. <laughs> Not for App State. I don't know. Maybe. Eh. Depends who they're playing. Yeah, well, so they got nobody really big this year. I guess everybody chickened out, or maybe they... So, you know, as as just fans, you know, we're, we're always like, oh, man, who do they got this year? You know they plan these college schedules like, uh, half of them are years in advance. Years, literally years in advance. And we're like, oh man, look who they got this year, you know. All right, I would say let's get into some HVAC, but we don't have any of that to get into yet either. Nope. We so gotta do a little catch up. We gotta we gotta bring everybody up to speed. I was gonna say, where do you wanna start? <laughs> I mean. Uh, I guess should we start with the Mary Jane update? Yes, Mary Jane updates. All right, yeah, we don't have to go in order here. All right, so I've got a Mary Jane update, but there's a there's a pre story for that, right? So okay, I moved from Fort Mill up to um, Valdez, North Carolina. Um in between Morganton and Hickory. Super small town. Love it. Try that in a small town. Yeah, three red lights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really small. I love it. But on on every Friday night downtown, there's a car show and a little cruise in. Like, it's literally, it's literally back in time, man. I love it. Love it. Hot rods. People walking up down the sidewalk. Everybody's cruising up down the street. They got a little ice cream shop down there that's like from the 50s. I mean, you're literally like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? So Friday, it's just me, Tracy, and Corey because we left Kylie in Columbia so she didn't have to deal with the whole moving process. So me, Tracy, and Corey are downtown. Corey's got his little Mazda. He's driving it to the car show. We park it. We go sit out on the sidewalk and this car <laughs> this car comes cruising down the street it's a you know what a donk is this mm-hmm. thing is like yeah oh yeah it's a it's an at it's a it's an atlanta it's like a 78 uh two-door <laughs> like i don't know what this thing is it's just a it's a huge car and it's got like 26 inch wheels on it and it's just creeping <laughs> down the street 
And it's, so this this guy, I mean, it sounds good. He's got a big motor in it. Sounds good. And his son is sitting in the passenger seat and you can, you can't even see him. He's got to be like eight. He's just chilling, right? They are blasting Mary Jane, the song, the song. <laughs> and Corey, we all look at each other. And Corey's like, God, I can't get away from it. Oh, and it, then it comes by, it, co- it makes a U turn. It comes by like three times. Same song. I guess they were just putting it on repeat. I don't love it. It's a sign, man. It's a sign. It, it comes by and it's like, Mary Jane. Corey's like, don't even say it. Don't even look at me. Tracy's oh, like, oh my gosh, listen. <laughs> uh, so, I can hear her saying that too. I can just hear the tone of voice. Oh yeah. So that's uh that's I think she's just gonna haunt him, man, until he gets up there and shoots her a little text. Go for it. So You got the all, whole community rooting for you, Corey. <laughs> I know. There I can't are plenty of the, us to call for advice. All the comments on Instagram are like, "You didn't get a picture of Mary Jane's dad? Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what's she look like? And how's Corey doing with that?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> um. So yeah, we when we got up here, you know, me and him have been going to Planet Fitness, and we get up here, and <laughs> there is no Planet Fitness. So we're like, God, where the heck are we going to work out? I mean, he's hardcore right now. He is five days a week, full throttle on the gym. And he's gr- he's getting pretty – he's growing too. He's getting some, some big guns on him. But he's like – I was like, why don't you just join the rec center up here, the Valdez Rec Center? Now, this rec center, it's not a Y, it's a rec center. It has a six-lane bowling alley in the basement. Yes. It's got an Olympic pool, right? It's got a fitness center, they call it. Um, I they went this it, morning. I'm not going to call it a fitness center. Yeah, it's not a fitness center. <laughs> I went this morning. Now, I will be joining. It's it's plenty of stuff for me, right? It's just enough. Um it's actually my, my style, right? All the dumbbells are rusted out. Everything's just wore out, right? Perfect. All the, everything in there needs replaced, like, tomorrow. <laughs> but it ain't happening. It's just not happening. So, I told him to go up there, join the rec center. It's So, it's 30 bucks for a 10-day, 10 10-trip 10 punch card. So, they punch your card with the little hole puncher thing perfectly old school i'm Love telling it. you it's old school yeah so he pays because th- he's he's out august 11th he's out so he doesn't need to join anything like that full time so he comes back he goes up there at about nine works out like two hours comes back and he said all right so first of all they've got a windy peppercorn you're not if you haven't seen sandlot then i don't know where you've been living but so Corey goes to the rec center and they've got two lifeguards that work out there of course they're college on, on summer break and uh 
he can't get nothing done because you can see him from the there's like glass doors from the gym there. <laughs> he's he watching from the fitness oh, yeah. center. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I kept trying to get over there by the door so she could see what I was doing. And, <laughs> oh, did you get her number or anything? It's like, no, I didn't get her number. So he's like, I think I might want to do like be a lifeguard. Like, yeah, I was what? gonna say you might want to pretend to drown. <laughs> I said, you got to jump off the high dive and just yes. sink to the bottom. That's it. <laughs> just lay there till you run out of air. The wind he's going to jump in. But, uh, so yeah, he's been, he's, he's on that now. Um, pickleball just started here. That's a big thing, you know, across the country. They got amateur pickleball night. Um, I feel like. His, his pickleball is like the new cornhole. It's like the new fad right now, it feels like. It is. I think so. Um, all the tennis players hate it because it's... You can put double the courts and... Yep. Dude, everybody can't run... Everybody can't play tennis, man. Tennis no. Is, no, they tennis can't. Is real. Dude, we were in baseball in high school. We used to be like, let's just go play some tennis. We all like got a racket. It it took they us do. four hours to figure out how to serve across the net overhand. Like we wanted to do that so bad. Yeah. It's just you can't. And that and it'll whoop your ass. Yeah, People don't it's think not... it will. Like it will wear you out. So they got like pickleball night, and then they got bocce courts that are like covered. They got little bocce courts. Because Valdez is a Waldensian, like, Italian town. So, Bocce's real big. Um, anyway, so it's a cool little town. The whole town is 35 miles an hour driving around. They got a radio station that plays, like, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's great. It's like Bryson City all over again. Yeah, it's great, man. It's super small. I needed that. My mind needed that. Um. All right, so you want to? I got all kind of stuff to get into, but we need to. What What have you been getting into? We're still catching uh, up here. Yeah, I know. So you've been moving. I've been looking, looking. So who knows what'll happen there? Uh oh. Um, yeah, we've been looking. Which I mean, you know, you know, we had met with a builder back in February. Yeah. So like we've been talking about stuff for a while but we've been starting to get a bit more serious um because i'm it is getting it's it's growing up so much right where we are like it's starting to get hard to hear the crickets i'm not a fan of that (laughs) dude i'm telling you here well i was in the same boat like all i could hear was cars um and and where i'm at now it's just i can hear the bugs at night yeah and like great and like we you can at times, but it's getting to where, you know, there's been so much built right around us in the last two couple of years. You know, there's still a farm back behind us, but, you know, used to you'd hear the, the cows moo every now and then just because it's quiet enough. That never happens anymore. Um, And I just, I'm so tired of living in an apartment. These dang dogs need a yard yesterday. Yeah, they do. Yeah, let them out, let them roam around. Yeah. So, doing some roaming around. Um, looking a bit more in the country at least or at least what'll feel like country 
for a little bit longer. Yeah, and you got it. So that's the thing, right? We we were, and I think building is the move for me. I'm thinking I'm going to do this. I'm going to build a house, and so that the situation I'm in, I'm I moved into a buddy of mine's house. He he bought a house, moved out. I'm going to remodel this one while I'm in it for a year, year and a half while mine's being built. So, so you get your chops back while you do that. You'll be oh, primed yeah, ready man. to go. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like painting and running little, you know, doing floors and cabinets. And I mean, it's not like Money Pit. You remember that movie Money Pit? Oh, yeah. Tom Hanks? It's not that bad, but it just needs a facelift, new fixtures. It's actually, I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, I'm going to put him a new deck in. All these little doors need fixed, you know, this and that. Just little little stuff, but uh, it's a little trade-off. It's perfect. Gets Kylie where in the school district we're going to be in. But, yeah, no, building a house, man, I'm, I just think that's the move right now. I don't know. Financially, it may not be. I don't know. But, well, the biggest thing is uh, you can always refinance. Yeah, I mean the rates aren't great right now, but I'm no. gonna have to just deal with that. But they didn't. Ra- I thought they were getting ready to raise them again, and it didn't look like they did yet. So well, that's good. Might get lucky. And then talking about things raising, I noticed uh, out of nowhere AMC took off again today. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I need nah. Blackberry to take off. Yeah. No shit. All right, that's the third one. I'm done. I gotta cut myself off. I'm gonna start getting censored. <laughs> all right so what have you been getting into hvac related anything so hvac related um <clears throat> i've had uh you getting another, settled in over there yep getting settled in getting settled in there's still some things i've got some products that we've got some new products coming in but it, being this part of the year it's some things are taking a little bit longer than they were promised but what else is new these days um so there's still some things we're trying to get in place a lot of it for me is just i want to be ready set go when it comes fall right and i can go on offense really for the first time you know right now it's just kind of managing what's what's moving and learning all the tools i have in place learning my products keep it's funny we keep reiterating things that were in a show that i was stealing clips out of earlier um trying to get back to where we can drop some episode clips at least a couple times a week for everybody my bad um, oh you're hey but it is what it is right now you that know time of year oh that's the truth but come coming to where i went at insight we have literally such a so much larger portfolio of product and different things that i can do and that are available to me that i didn't have before at either place I worked. <clears throat> it's not a knock where I was before or anything. It's literally either place I worked before. I have a completely different, just playing field I can play in now, which is extremely exciting. Um, All right, so I got a question. It's also so much more to learn. Now, this is coming from the outside looking in, right? Yep. That's kind of our show. We try to do that yep. a little bit. All right, so Ryan's at insight insight partners distributor now they are getting fired up and rolling on the residential side so yep 
when a technician walks into a supply house and he walks in the front door and you got all this stuff on the shelf how do y'all decide what you want to put on the shelf so that's a that's gotta be tough right because every i'm talking about tools from tools to i mean obviously pvc and fittings is everybody but yep like how do you go about deciding what do you put in there to service the contractor well and that's a great question because while we're opening new parts counters right now that is a hot topic well and every town's different right that's it so i gotta sneeze four hey uh (laughs) (laughs) um so one every market is different um one advantage is that everywhere we are opening wholesale right now we've already had a location previously that was you know done for applied equipment and what we do on the rep side of of industrial commercial um and also all of those markets we already were shipping some parts to out of our other branches to facilitate um either service guys for the Aon side or for customers, anything else. Of course he barks. <laughs> yes, he still has. Cody, See, when I get him a yard, I'll just kick his ass out. That's right. <laughs> get out. Um, so right now we've we do have some footprint of idea of at least you know current manufacturer current products we sell to have some parts there what we don't know is we don't know all of the residential like construction or excuse me like commercial side of those markets completely now we'll we already have relationships with a lot of those contractors because at some point they've either worked on a bigger commercial job and they've they've known people that work with us or so on and so forth so we've got relationships in all those markets but you know with us looking to be more locally specific we're actually taking more time to try to decide what to put in these branches um kind of part of our company philosophy is local purpose so we want to make sure that what we have fits the market it's in so well, we've we've talked about it on the show many times. Um, I always feel like I have to bring certain things back up because some of these shows are 30, 40 episodes back. But yep. it's amazing how different each market is. So one town over, one state yep. over, an hour. You know, when I go train from, I mean, I literally train from Asheville, North Carolina to Charleston, South Carolina. The, the HVAC is not even the same at all. No. Not even close. Like, don't, you know, you, you walk into this town to train, you're like, this is our furnace. Look how cool it is. They're like, what's a furnace? You know, yeah. they have no, no clue. Don't, don't even sell me. If we don't sell furnaces, we don't do this. We don't do that. Our plenums are like this. Our plenums, you know, we only do this. We have filter grills in this town and this town is filtered at the unit like it's crazy i mean 
for a supply house, it's it, I would imagine it would be tough, right? Yep. Um, especially if you're not in, if you haven't been in the field in that area, I feel like you have to pull. You have to really get the voice of the customer, right? The contract. You do. And so that's kind of what we've been doing in one new market we're in right now. The parts counter is there. It has, I would say, what you consider maybe your top 100, 200 basic things in it that we know is going to sell. You know, you've got your Rector Seal SS2s. They're going to sell. Your Easy Traps, they're going to sell. You've got Ace Chemicals. Aqua Guard. You got <laughs> yeah. You got your Aqua Guards. You've got Ace Chemicals in there for cleaning products. Um, you know we're gonna have stuff in there that. Um, now, do you have those companies? Those companies like. Do they smell blood in the water when you're gonna open up a branch? Like, do they know it's happening? Oh yeah. So we you reach out. No, we we let them know because a lot of it is, you are. <clears throat> You already know this from from your side as a manufacturer's rep. Um, there's already stuff on your calendar for this fall. It's already there. So oh, yeah. yeah. So if if we don't start sorting out, you know, when we're going to do counter days, when we're going to do other things, when we're going to have certain products and, and training in those stores, even before they open, then we know we're behind the eight ball. Um, right. So there's there's a lot of that that's planning to come, and and a lot of it is also with which partners are willing to. To, you know to really get in there and maybe give you some deals to get some extra stuff on the shelf because it is a new store so those people might you know it, it's it's like any anything you know the partners you have that support you the most is who you're gonna push the most um yeah and especially nice. if you know and if they've got the products that are matching the market as well then you know win-win for everybody all the way around um you know, well, and all suppliers just try to be the one-stop shop, right? But they do, they we, don't. Though I don't feel like I feel like there's some. Yeah, but that, I don't know if that's possible. It's now. I don't really know if it is anymore. I and just don't think it is. We try now. to. We try to. I think. I think we do a good job of it. But there's gonna come a day. There's something we don't have. Um, I, I do think we stock a few other things that a lot of supply houses may not because of the scope of business we deal with right. um we have a lot of additional stuff for controls because we do controls we have availability of stuff for recon because of all that so you know we also stock all kinds of belts now what do you there think about that do but not everybody anymore is the tool game that hard to get into as a distributor a lot of a lot of contractors are like man these guys just don't have any tools and you know i had to jump online the other day i won't name the site because they don't pay for me to name that site but um i had to jump on the you know jump on a website and order a, a vacuum hose a big boy it had a funky fitting on the end that i yep. needed and here, here's the deal like a distributor's got to make money to keep the door keep the lights on and I feel like the tool game's getting hard for the distributor to stay in, man. It's it's getting tough. I know my brand. That's not just you wanting to make a bunch of money on it. That's like making anything and still trying to stay in and you know competitive. 
No, that's the truth. We had, so my branch manager came to me the other day and we were discussing, uh, we're talking about press. We don't have, have it all in the building yet, but we've had multiple conversations. We know it's coming. There's right. no way around it. And, you know, one of our things right now is we're having the conversation of, all right, if we're going to get into it, then we've got to decide where we're going whose jaws we're going with and what oh, to, what tool we're going with you get we I mean, gotta pick a... we don't have a choice we're gonna have to pick and it's they've all got to work together or you know we'll have to we gotta use different fittings right so, i don't know that's it, an eight hour <laughs> conversation dude like hell just talking about who you're gonna talk to is an eight hour conversation i know the press meetings. game the contractors don't realize the press game on on the on the distributor side is a nightmare. It is. It's and you I mean, can bring in all this cool stuff and be like, yeah, we got press fittings. And like, yeah, but this don't work with the gun I got. This don't work with this. And this don't work with that. It's just yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know how you. I wish I would have won that one that I. I wish I would. Yeah, wouldn't that have been nice? Been present. Well, because. And talking about the tool thing, like you say, it's tough. You know, the next question is, as a distributor, do you want to talk about renting tools? No, I don't want to get in that game either. I don't no, want to turn into Sunbelt Rentals. No. Because if as soon as you do that, then they're going to get beat, beat to crap. They're not going to last. Um, yeah, when's the last time you went to the skating rink and rented skates? No joke. <laughs> a little rough. Oh man, the laces are broke on this one. Actually, our, our ice skates for our uh, Canadian bros up there. I finally got me some ice skates. Uh, my buddy was a big goalie, and he's uh, we wore the same size. He sent me some skates. Man, what a difference that is! Yeah, you can't do. Uh... Is it? I was gonna say while you're on that, we steer even more off topic renting equipment homeowner how's <laughs> oh, that how's yeah. that going we hadn't ever talked about it in the show it's, but it's starting i'm i'm trying to think about it. i just had a conversation god who was i talking to the other right day? The, the company owns the equipment right yeah well, the homeowner we were, is renting yeah. it yeah we were just having a conversation about a company starting to do this i think somewhere around raleigh I think, maybe uh, some ars's do that Maybe well, that would make sense if I say right. I mean, ARS as in, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what town, right? They're all yeah. over, but big boys like that. Um, well, and I hear that's very popular in Canada. I don't own my cell phone, right? Yeah. But like I said, I hear that's very popular in Canada. So I don't know if our Canadian followers, listeners can chime in on some comments with that one at some point. Yeah, um, that's... Uh, I don't know if it's a terrible idea. It's kind of odd. It's not. Well, now there's. I'm not totally against it. There's commercial programs like that. Like there's leased equipment. I know. I know. Train used to right. be very popular for doing that. Yeah. Let's say lease. Let's don't say rent. Yeah. It's a lease. <laughs> yeah, it's a lease. It's a lease. <laughs> Thank you. Jim That's a Perry. nice car. Yeah, it's a lease. <laughs> I mean. Um. So. That kind of segues into homeowner. Oh, yeah. I've got a story now. It jeez, this is a lot, but I'll I'll keep it kind of short. Um 
so every once in a while I do talk to homeowners and when I was in tech support for the rude brand that was like a big no-no right like oh man you can't I can't talk to a homeowner you can't that the contractor's supposed to talk to a homeowner you know what it's 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 a situation I mean why why can't I just talk to the homeowner like yeah I really don't mind talking to homeowners because I sometimes that's the best way to defuse the bomb um straight to the source but anyway so we had a call um homeowner was having some issues right same old thing uh got the rep involved got the brand anyway i just wanted to kind of throw out some points here on what happened to this lady i talked to her for an hour and a half on the phone so, uh, but this is, gives you a, and this lady was still great, single, older lady, but super smart. She ended up being a doctor. I did not know that. She was very sharp on the phone, um, lives at the coast, nice place. So she lives in this gated community. Now I'm, I'm telling you this to give the contractors that listen to the show a little insight of just where homeowners are at. Right. That's the whole, the whole mindset here. Conversation about perspective. That's right. Um, now for the, for the guys that work for giant companies, maybe they don't care, but the owner operators could, could use this a little bit. So I talked to this lady and she goes, yeah, you know, um, this all started with just, couldn't get connected to her thermostat to see what was going on. She wanted to know run times and how long it's been running. Uh, is it running this much today or yesterday? Or I mean, this is where they're at, right? What's the humidity? She wanted to know where he, her humidity was. This is what we're dealing with now. And I don't know if homeowners are listening to this show, but homeowners are different. <laughs> I've been telling everybody in my training classes, like, this is not me and Ryden's parents. Ryden, your parents don't count. Your dad's in the business. But hey, now. This, is, this is not my parents, right? Where they're like, these two numbers match on the screen. We're good. This is a different generation of homeowner. Um, they're very knowledgeable. They know a whole bunch. Whether they can apply it doesn't matter. So... She calls me and she's like, hey, so I can't get my, my thermostat. It, it it doesn't hold the updates. It doesn't do this, doesn't do that. And she's, she's going into stuff on this thermostat that I didn't know about. I'm like, okay, back up a minute. You know, because Bosch makes a stat. Um, a lot of people put in whatever they want. But she's going through this stat and she's like, you know, I got two systems. Um she said everybody in my neighborhood she said i live in a neighborhood that's like she was trying not to brag right she was trying to be super humble but she's like everybody lives in this neighborhood is somebody and she said they all use this one hvac company and everybody has this brand of equipment and i don't want that brand she said i did my own research and i wanted this you know, she obviously wanted Bosch. That's why she was calling me. But yep. she's like, I did my research. I wanted this equipment. And 
she's going in to the stat a little bit, and then she's like, let me let me just back up a minute. She goes, This one kid come into the come into the neighborhood um, and gave me a quote. I, I tried to find somebody that put put Bosch in. He gave me a quote. I went with him. Great kid. You know, she kept calling him a kid. Great kid. Did, they did a great job. You know, it was a nice middle-sized company. And she said, my neighbors were like, why aren't you using this company? Because this, <laughs> this one company, you know, served the whole, like, gated community. And uh, she goes, no, nah, I did my research. You know, this is great for humidity and this and that. So, <laughs> yep. They came in put the system in she said it went fantastic like i said i'm on the phone with this lady for an hour and a half she said it went fantastic um it was in my upstairs so the unit's in the attic she said i get up the next morning so this is a two-story something i can already hear where this is headed oh yeah she gets up the next morning there's water on the first floor Um, she's like, oh, there's water on my floor here. Where's that coming from? She kind of goes upstairs. It's in this closet. It's running out in this room. It's coming from the attic, from the brand new system that they put in. They didn't hook the drain up. (laughs) This is on the coast. Oh, fun. In the middle of summer. Um, this was last year. So she like took me back. Like, cause we're still working on stuff. Right. Um, they forgot to hook the drain over. They didn't glue it and it popped loose. Oh, I'm just geez. telling you on this show right now, like when you do an install, you have got to cross the T's and dot the I's, man. Because this turned into an absolute. So, we're talking about two floors. Just water. Just running. This thing's just humping up there, man. Ripping out humidity. Just dumping it. Yep. Um, right onto the ceiling. Right onto the ceiling. Goes down the wall. <laughs> goes in a closet. Oh, like This lady had to move out and have the whole place like. Oh no! Oh yeah! Can oh, you? Yeah. All I can hear about is I can't. <laughs> the amount of I told you so's that her neighbors probably blasted her with. She so she said, now, her. Well, "Yeah, this is what I'm getting at. Like, it has nothing to do with the brand. Nothing. This is a three quarter PVC fitting. It has nothing to do with the brand. <sighs> Literally, right? Yep. So when we when we talk about brands out there that get beat up." day in day out over you know bad installs Mm -hmm. and this and that right like it's a real thing it's a real thing so you know her neighbors are out there looking at these people that are constantly showing up at her house and they're they're just like now this lady's single and at this point we're on a we're on a we're on good terms like she's f-bombing on the phone she's (laughs) cussing like I mean she's cool she's really cool but she was very knowledgeable like she did a ton of research. She knew everything. She's like, they didn't hook up the, uh, the drain on the, on the P trap. And then it was past the pan. So the secondary didn't catch it. I'm like, dang. Okay. Um, so 
course, her neighbors out in the street just going to check the mail. They're like, what you got going on over there? Yeah, something going on mm-hmm. with the Bosch over there? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, for, for the guys listening to the show that are owner-operators, man, you have got to take care of your install crew. Somehow, they cannot... The, the install crew can literally, nowadays, cannot screw up, man. Nope. Because of Google and this and that, they they, they literally can't. Now, a service tech can go up there and burn a motor up because he put the put the white wire on the black wire, and he's like, oh, shit. Hey, uh, yeah, sorry, this one was bad out of the box. We'll, we'll get you another motor. Yep. You know, the install crew cannot screw up because she put, you know, the salesman put everything he could into it to sell that. The install crew shows up. Like it has got to go smooth. Like if it's ever going to go smooth, no joke. it's it's got to on that day. So anyway, she, she's like, you know what? Insurance. They got insurance, whatever took care of it. It was a huge pain in the ass, but it, it wasn't their fault. I mean, it was, but you know, it, it wasn't the Bosch's fault. So, yeah. um, the Bosch, I like that. That was, was that was this. Yeah. That was, that was this homeowner though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've had homeowners where I'm like, look, this has nothing to do with the brand. And they're like, I don't care. Rip the shit out. It's got to go. This stuff sucks. Because <laughs> they, they hit that point. You know, yep. they, they have no idea. So anyway, we long story short, she goes through that whole story. And uh, and I told her that I have a podcast and I was going to use it on this podcast. And uh, she was like. Well, you should. It's a good story. <laughs> um, but anyway, it turns out she's a doctor and she wanted me to explain to her variable speed compressors, how they work, what she has in her house, and how can she help the humidity. I ended up telling her, you know, she had some trouble with a the thermostat. Of course, this was pre... Um, this was a... It was a uh, service bulletin that they, they had an update for the stat. So, but that's the beauty of the Bosch is she had downstairs, she had, I guess she had a American standard or something. So there was a, a train stat down there. And I'm like, do you like the stat? She's like, yeah, it should never really give me any trouble. I'm like, well, that's the beauty. We can put that stat upstairs and now you can have one app. Yep. So now normally I wouldn't do that. Obviously I'd love for her to use the Bosch stat, but in this situation... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're trying to, yeah, to smooth out ruffled tail feathers here. So it was a great, it was a great, uh, learning experience, you know, and, and talking to her and I'm just like, man, these guys don't, don't realize how the knife is right at their throat, man. When they go to put something in, I mean, you do these change outs day in, day out, you know what I mean? And, uh. She said, you could not sell. Now, this is for real, and I don't know where it's at. She said, you could not sell a Bosch anything in this neighborhood right now. It would be impossible, literally, just because of her. Yep. And she loves it. She loves it. She loves it. But that neighborhood, because of what happened, forget it. Yep, exactly. Because they just think it's the brand's fault. They don't think about anything beyond that. They're like, well, well if you'd gotten company, what we got from the company we got it from, you wouldn't have any issues. 
Well, and that company, right? That's that mid-sized company. Like, forget they, they don't even need to pull in there. No, nope, that's it. over. So, and it was a stupid, it was a stupid mistake, you know. But that's uh, yeah, something to think about, right? So, Spend a little time on your installers, give them some love, keep them happy. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, don't work them to death. They'll forget something. No, that's the truth. Um, especially in this heat, you gotta be careful. You gotta give right. people adequate time to deal with, you know, 150 degree addicts right now. Um, so continuing on that customer path. So I had a couple conversations this week with contractors and they're still, and you know, you and I've had this conversation time and time again, we knew it was going to be a problem. We anticipated it to continue to be a problem. He is oh, rushing it. He, God, I've got to get him a yard. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> contractors. <laughs> uh, I'm about to just go get a beer. And maybe he'll yeah. shut up while we take a five-second break. Let's take a break. Go get Sorry, a beer. Sorry, puppy dog. Sorry, I'll, I'll get a beer. I'll get you on here. Bye, God. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. Yeah. Yes. Get the belt. Just take the belt off, right? Just, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, post, um, brew break, I guess, uh, we should welcome everyone back to the show. (laughs) So, uh, also from our good friends at Red Oak, that is a Humminbird Hella's Munich Golden Lager. Oh, four and a half percent by volume. Aging slow, cold over seven plus weeks. Nice. Uh, very smooth. What the heck were you talking about? So we were going down the uh, other customer conversations. Oh, um, yeah. So so I had a conversation with a contractor this week. Um, and like I was saying, you and I had anticipated this was going to be a much more drawn out uh, learning curve um, with contractors and customers. And this guy was just saying, he's like, man, I really just, I can't get homeowners to understand Seer 2. He said, I can't even halfway wrap my head around Seer 2. He said, we got so much more expensive and we got this, this, and this for 0.3, you know, for three tenths of a Seer point. And I'm like, well, (laughs) that's why we got to back it up again. I said, because that's not really the case. No. Um, and you know we did. I don't know how many. Oh, I'm different... glad I'm not selling Sear two to a homeowner. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, you know I don't know how many training classes we had, how many sidebar conversations I've had, um, but it's still. I mean, it it's never gonna. It's not enough right now to get enough education to guys about what it really is, and and I really don't know this the simple answer of trying to sell it to the homeowner. Um, because you're going that, yeah. And that right there, that weird pause of frustration and confusion, that's the same thing that the contractors <laughs> have with the homeowner though. It is. Um, well, if you tell them that it's just being rated now to 0.5 static, but it has to achieve, achieve this, all that just goes over their head and they go, what's your static? 
What's no, ma'am, it's what is your static. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, ma'am, your static sucks. So you're actually getting like 12 seer out of this 16, but we won't go into that either. Uh, exactly. Well, and that's the same conversation. I mean, whew. so I, I think it makes it very hard to, to justify price differences, especially if someone got a quote last year versus this year or something like that. Um, oh, I'm sure that's happened. You know, and and last year it had gone up enough last year after the time they'd probably gotten a quote before that. But, you know, we've seen, I mean, we've literally seen prices to the homeowner double in three and a half years. We just have. Yeah. If it's not doubled, it's pretty dang close. You know, what was the $8,000 system in 2020 or 2019 is, I guess I should say 2019 more than 20. But what was the $8,000 system then is a fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars one now. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing $8,000 coal ACs. Yeah. You know, change outs. And on just base model stuff, let alone on anything different. Yeah, I mean, when these when these homeowners look at look that up, they can read all of it, but it doesn't it doesn't still they don't know what it, they're reading. Um, I don't know. The units are just being tested in the more real world conditions. Yep. I mean, I don't know the lingo. You'd have to just you got to come up with your own thing for the homeowner well and i think some of it depends on if it's a homeowner that now there's homeowners in your previous story that have gone out and done everything they could to get educated about it right now some of them may do that but the headache is if they do all of that for seer one and then they're having a conversation about seer two then here we go again but you know there's gonna be a lot of homeowners that you'll just be able to say like well 14 14 down here is my base, 15 up here is this, whatever. And you could almost say this is 14, 15, so on and so others. But if you drill down to brass tacks, like this is what we call it. We call it 14 seer. It's our industry minimum. It's 14.3, blah, whatever. But it's like yeah. we just say 14 so it's easier for, for you guys to, to deal with round numbers or something. You can phrase it that way. Well, um, we got some, we've had some guys on the show and then we've got some coming up that we can – yeah that's a topic i mean i want to ask him like how are you um zach may have may have touched on a little bit but zach's always good about finding a way to how to explain stuff like that to a homeowner may have him back on and see where we're at um yep because we've not had a you know a a real world in the field sales guy conversation post seer two switch right not at this level no well, because that, like you said, the price they got six to twelve months ago—it's definitely not the same price. No, no, not at all. All right, so what else we got? So you got you got on the notes here, um, coffin house coffee. <laughs> so I mean, what am I looking at here? <laughs> so I'm um, I'm met a customer. Uh, at a coffee house we were, we were literally looking for somewhere to go that wasn't Starbucks um, and we found <laughs> this little place right. yeah, Chris found this little place called Coffin House Coffee and I said where is that and she's like 
the Concord. I said, okay. So you get there and it is in the back of a funeral home. You're meeting a contractor there? Yeah, at a coffee house. Um, I mean, I know the coffee house. But. Yeah, no, I'm meeting the contractor for a cup of coffee because he didn't want to go. To, he he said he's like, if we're getting coffee. He said, I always like to go somewhere local. Um, yep. So I said, yeah, that's go. that's fine. Um, Feed the local. That's there it. So <laughs> I pull into this thing. It's in the back of a no joke. It's in the back of a funeral home. They're wheeling out a body into a hearse. Oh, come and, on. And behind the place when I'm pulling into it. Come on. You can't make it up, dude. <laughs> you can't Jeez. make it up. It's So it's it's literally called Coffin House Coffee. It is in the Hartzell Funeral Home in Concord. <laughs> it is dedicated to uh, Mr. Hartzell that started everything in the 1860s because he actually was a cabinet maker. And then started building coffins, and then uh, and then he started doing interments to try to make it easier on the family members or whatever, so they didn't have to do it. And they thought, you I'd know, be better off in a box. <laughs> yeah, wow, this show's full of songs. Man. <laughs> um, but anyway, they've got a, a thing on their wall that dedicated it to him, talking about, uh, you know they just wanted it to be a place for their community. Obviously, you know, maybe, I mean, sometimes maybe you just want a good comfy cup of coffee when you're at the funeral home. Um, I mean, it's just standalone yeah, out the back. Yeah. So, so it's like in the side of it. I mean, what the contractor say? Oh, he loved it. <laughs> I freaking loved it. Coffin house. Call. That's great. Um, no, it's a cool little spot. And you can get to it, you know, standalone. You can also get to it while you're at a funeral. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, no joke. Literally in the back of a funeral home. Um, nice. Oh, gosh, I got to tell you this other one, too. So, uh, there's a place called Monks in Green, in, uh, up in Greensboro. It's like okay, like hole in the wall. It's in a shopping center that was built forty years ago. So you just imagine how it looks. It looks rough. Um, it's got like neon signs on it. You know, it screams this hole in the wall. Yeah, perfect. It is two minutes around the corner from this uh, multifamily build that I just started with one of my customers. <clears throat> and go in there, get a cheeseburger, dude. The food is phenomenal. You would love it. It is right up our alley. So what's behind the name there, Monks? So that was what we were trying to figure out. So it's called Monks, and there's this this older guy that's wearing a fedora and his glasses, and I'm sitting there, um, eating with with Zach, and we look over, and I was like, I wonder if that's I said, I wonder if that's Monk, you know, because he's like the older guy. That's like I was like, he just sits back there, cooks cooks the food, lets everybody up front and deal with it, because he just you know his thing is to make sure the food's right. Right. So we're finishing up the place is finally starting to kind of die down so we got in there like 12 30 12 45 and it was packed and and it's like it's old school like half diner just whatever it comes in the little you know red plastic tray with the wax paper in the bottom like old school diner style but everything they cook everything on a flat top oh they have modello on tap because they also have beer and wine. No joke. Oh, 
yeah so i think they had yingling on tap too that's how you know it's a good place no they didn't have red oak i was very disappointed but you know um so anyway he the guy that i think is monk comes walking out and he's kind of leaning up on the counter he looks over and uh i've got i'm literally have a mouthful and i just give him big thumbs up and he gives me a thumbs up back and then I swallow and I yell to him. I said, so are you a monk? He's like, no, I'm Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Tito. That's it. I said, okay. He said, and he said, but it's my place. I said, well, I said, the food's delicious, man. I said, I'm sure I'll be back. Um, and then he went back to cooking. And Tito. we, so, so just wait. So it gets, it gets good and sentimental. So I'll definitely go back to this place. Um, so anyway, you know, we're talking. I asked him if he's got an Instagram or whatever, and they say they do. And I said, here, let me go get you. I said, I'm going to go to the car. I'll be right back. So I went and got him some stickers um, for him and, and the server and gave him a card. And I said, well, how, I said, well, how did you know? How did you end up here? He's like, well, he said, like 30 years ago, he said, I was working for the guy. I was working for the guy that, that ran this place. His name was Monk. So it was it was originally Monk's. It's like a, it's a cheesesteak and burger place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Man, I'm starving. I know, right? <laughs> so anyway, he said, yeah, he said, I, I'd worked here for a couple of years. He said, and then uh, Monk had a heart attack and passed away. And he said, his kids wanted nothing to do with the place. And he said, wow. So, so I bought it and I asked him if I could keep his name on it because he was the one guy that took a chance on me and gave me a job. And he's like, he was, and he was such a good guy to me. So he's kept it, you know, kept the name, the original name in honor of Monk, who is the reason he's been there for 30 something years. Dang. So it's hanging tough then. And, and he's like, plus man, it's like, I couldn't change the name to Tito. Then they think they're coming to some Italian joint. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to Tito's. Tito's. Oh, Tito's package store. But yeah, damn good food. And I like me a good cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. I had the. Uh, I'm not picky of- on them either. Everybody's like, "Oh man, you got to have this, this, and this." I'm like, "No, nah, I mean, so onions of, and steak." Yeah, and like all of his burgers come uh, with a form of like a classic Carolina style to them. So they've got onion, chili, and slaw on them. Oh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Your kind of yeah, place. That's, oh yeah, that's man. I'm starving now. Literally. Well, it's time for us to go to Greensboro and call some contractors and go to go to Monks. See Tito. Yeah, yeah. See Tito at Monks. Oh gosh, what else? Oh, there's some other good stories on here too. Uh, this one's quick. So I helped with a vacation Bible school at church last week, and yep. we're in the. So we have like four different stations. We rotate through throughout the night and then get to the end of it. And we're in the, the Bible study station, which is actually what Chris taught. So Chris taught Bible study for the week. And they had to look up the verse for the week. And then they had like a crossword uh, puzzle that each different hint was a different Bible verse. They had to look up to get the word out of it to, to fill in the blanks. Yeah. So this, <laughs> and this is, I had the 10, 11 year olds because that's also what I teach some Sundays oh. <laughs> I don't honestly I'm okay with 10 11 year olds middle schoolers they can keep them 
But yeah, I'm out. Yeah. The 9, 10, 11s, it's all right for a couple hours. Um, so anyway, this, this little girl, she looks up her, her first Bible verse, and then she gets to the first question on her crossword. She's like, I need help. And I said, okay, what you need? She's like, well, I need to know the answer. I was like, well, you need to look up, look up. I think it was uh, Luke chapter one or something. And she looked at me. She's like, bro, I just looked up Hebrews. <laughs> and dude, it took everything I had not to just fall out laughing. <laughs> and I was like, well, now you got to look up Luke. <laughs> and then uh, she literally uh, looks at me. She's like, you're no help. And then she looks over. She's like, someone, I need help. <laughs> and the next person pops right. up. Like, he didn't help me at all. He's like, he didn't give me the answer. She, and, <laughs> and then Jackie. It was the, the other lady that I was working with. She's like, well, you got to look this up. She's like, no. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, that's Kylie. Broski. <laughs> she calls me Broski all the time. I was like. Well, and the, the best part is it was that little girl's birthday, too. And she was feeling that it was her birthday. Oh, she yeah. was showing out like crazy. But it was, God, I died laughing. I remember when her. birthdays were, like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I know. I can't even remember how old I am half the time. No, I love that. I thought I was the only one that did that. No, someone asked me how old I was the other day, and I was like, 31. I can literally... I literally... Yeah, I it, literally... It, it rolled right off my tongue, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I said, I'm 36. I just forgot the last five years, apparently. I've been telling everybody I'm 40. Yeah, I'm 40. And I'm not 40. I'm 41. But you know what? I can tell them I'm 40 because nobody gives a shit about no. when you're born and they don't do the math. <laughs> no, they it don't doesn't care. matter. You're just like, yeah, I'm 40. You just can't be like, keep... I'm 23. Like, no, you're no. not. <laughs> no, in five years, I'm going to tell them I'm 40 and somebody's going to go, dude, you can't still be 40. Yeah, man, I just turned 40. They'll be like, <laughs> just turned 40 ish. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, they don't care. Nobody cares. You get to this point. I'm going to wait till I turn 50 and then I'm going to be like, I'm 50, but I'm going to skip all the forties yeah. between just roll on through there. I like it. I'm just going to 41 don't it. even sound right. It just don't sound right. No, nah. just say 40. I'm 40. That was Cajun Joe's year. 41. Yeah. 1941. Born, right? <laughs> and then ironically, he was on CV 41 in the Navy. So I, I don't know if this is related, but I see you've got power issues on the notes. Oh, you know, I do a lot of dealings with, and we've talked about this before. Inverter technology. I mean, inverter technology for compressor variable speed. That's just gonna be a thing. And our power grid is not good, man. Yep. So. We got towns with some shit power. Yep. And so that's exactly what I was listening to this morning. So I'm washing the dishes at, I don't know, seven-ish. And, and it's, yep, there it is. <laughs> he's still, he's laying in the bed sleeping while I'm doing this when he, you know, that's when he's quiet. Right. Uh, so anyway, listening to the news and they're interviewing, I believe it was the governor of Long Beach. If not, it's, it's a governor in California. Um, okay. And she's talking about, you know, they're trying to get more shelters 
set up with air conditioning, but they're struggling to get things done because they're constantly having to deal with rolling blackouts and this, this, and this because the power grid's not sufficient. And they just hope that, you know, they can continue upgrading this infrastructure as fast as they can so that they can be able to do this and not have people lose power and so on and so forth. And then the person on this news channel, uh, says, well, you know, if you, you know, if you could say, you know, a few things that need to change so that, you know, you can be in a better position, you know, with what you're asking, you know, what would it be? And she would be like, well, and this is, ugh, this is how stupid, <laughs> how stupid. And she goes, well, I think the first thing we need to do is start focusing more on electric vehicles. And then, when, <laughs> and that's literally what she led with. First electric. solution was electric vehicles. So you're telling me you have a power grid problem and your solution is to pull how much more power from your power grid? Are you Yeah, you serious? know what? My truck that runs on 87 octane does not affect your power grid. It's great for it. Oh, it's perfect. God. You know, ah, yeah. I was waiting. I don't know. Yeah, as soon as still... she said, now... It'd have been better if she said, you know, let's at least because I know this is a California thing. Better windows. Well, better windows. I was waiting for it to be like focus on, you know, more electric lawnmowers. Because they're trying to get they're trying to get rid of like every little two stroke engine, too. So I got a buddy that does the. He he. He went ahead and broke down and got the mower that goes around every day. Like the uh, oh yeah, like, like the, the Roomba. Roomba. <laughs> yeah, it cuts like an eighth inch or however much your grass grew, eighth inch, quarter inch, off the grass, and then it just parks and recharges itself. Um, every day, boom, cuts down. You know, knocks the top off. Yard's always off. perfect when he comes. Yeah, it just kind of gives you a little high and tight there, right off the top. Now, now here's the um, question: Is does he have a lot of elevation with his yard? Or is it just uh, perfectly flat? No, it's not flat. It's not flat. He lives in Denver. Okay. You know, he's, he's not flat. But, you know, I'm, I'm assuming there's it's not going to work for everybody. But like, what kind of grade um, will this thing handle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know what size is. I mean, I haven't even seen it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I And I've done some site visits here lately with some foamed houses mm-hmm. so that's another that's yeah, another show topic. but I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit whoever came out with foamed houses to make them super efficient was not an hvac guy nope <laughs> i mean he couldn't have been because it takes such a high sear product to work not necessarily sear right not even getting in sear it just takes a it's such a a variable speed product that operates at a low capacity, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is in turn becomes a high sear product. So I don't know, man. I feel like I, you know, I, I, I've said everybody, I told everybody on the show, you know, I'm building a house here in about a year or six months. I might just go Energy Star home with a high efficiency heat pump. Mm-hmm. instead of trying to make my home as tight as possible which that costs money right that's a 
that's more of a cost foaming a house wall ceiling you know attic roof line it's more and then you spend more on a heat pump that you have to literally dial in airflow to the point where your run times have to be certain time you got to bring in infiltration you know you got to bring in air i don't know if it's worth it man yeah i think we're i think we're now 10 years ago foam a house you know maybe undersized the crap out of a single stage product and you achieved you know blah blah power bill or you can build a regular home you know energy star home insulation on the ceiling put in a high sear heat pump and achieve the same thing but way less humidity problems i mean i'm trying to get these units to run man in these foamed houses and they come on for like 20 seconds and shut off i mean i don't know i don't know if you've ran loads on some of these foamed houses man they're hard to run a load on they are they're very hard to run one on 20 you know 2400 square foot calling for two tons yeah and you're like uh okay it's a cooler i mean it's literally you're living in a yeti like yeah pretty much it's just a cooler it's a foamed cooler so that's becoming a thing man it's becoming a I run into it quite a bit because they they put a Bosch in. It's variable speed, but well, and I've got you still have the the load. It always comes back to the load, man. It does. Always. It does, and I've got a contractor right now that I've started stocking some uh, true variable capacity ERVs because he's yeah. got some new construction homes that are getting heavy, heavy foamed, and they do not breathe well at all. So he's got to do some major. Um, so what did we just do there? Let's just think about that. Yeah. Like, like write that down. What just happened? We foamed the house and we said, damn, we have got to have something from the outside in. Yep. So did we get anywhere? No, I don't think we did, man. No, we didn't. I mean, I'm not looking at this from an engineer. I'm not an engineer. I'm just telling you, like, I don't think we, I don't know where we just went there like we just went forward and stepped back a couple steps yeah i don't know it's just me it's just me no i completely completely i will work stuff out on here but that's what i'm getting at so um yeah i got i got one guy man he and luckily he works you know on the other side of the industry like we do and it's a science project but uh it ain't working man it ain't working we got to overcool the house to get the humidity at a decent spot yeah it's cold as shit in there <laughs> i mean it's uh, his wife loves it wife absolutely loves it god this house feels amazing he's like my freaking nips are about to fall off <laughs> it's like this is i'm like well you don't matter so you're good <laughs> he's like this is ridiculous oh, man. she's like i don't see what the problem is it feels great in here <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're not a they're not a young couple <laughs> they're a little bit older she's right in that wheelhouse she's like god it feels great in here he's like are you kidding me it's 
This is a cooler. We're in a cooler. We're living in a cooler right now. But anyway. We gotta save some for the next show. That's true. That's true. Um, I think you were... So, I told Ryan to kind of do this segment here. I meet a lot of contractors in training that when I mention AHR, they have no idea what I'm talking about. So, I think we need to talk about it a little bit. No. Ryan's going to tell you what's going on with it. Yeah, so if you guys haven't been to the AHR Expo, uh, you definitely should at some point in your career. I'm not saying you got to go every single year um, because it's it's a bit of a trip. to. It's a lot of every other. Yeah. Guys go every other year. Yep, especially sure. because of locations. Um, they typically, at least based on conversations with Nicole, and I think even on her show, you know, for the foreseeable at least next couple rounds, it looks like it's um, Atlanta to Orlando, excuse me, Atlanta to Chicago to Orlando back to Vegas and repeat. Um, so they kind of try to do one in different parts of the country um, every year. One, because it has gotten so large that there's only so many conference centers that are big enough to hold it from one. Um, but also it, it, you know, it gets into some really hotbed markets going into the, the places they're going. So it makes sense. Um, but it's, if you want to come and see what the future of the industry looks like, you want to listen to the speakers and meet the people that are the movers and shakers that are really in positions to kind of drive the next stages of the industry, then you want to come to one of these every couple of years. Um, especially, you know, we're getting ready to head into... Uh, the one in Chicago in 2024 as we steer head head first into a 2025 refrigerant change um, I would guess there's going to be a lot of interesting new things to see um, in January so you know get on ahrexpo.com get yourself registered once you're registered which it's free you can go to the show for free I know the traveling part's not free but at least getting in the show is free um get registered get the app you can start looking and seeing all the different manufacturers that are going to be on the show you can check out the classes and the live trainings that are there you can check out the cool people like hvac rd and the podcast pavilion um go see the live shows that's right um you know but take a look at the booths that you're interested in because a lot of those will, will issue press releases as you go out through the through the year so you can kind of see different things that they might be talking about that or that are coming you also see um product awards as they start doing stuff like that going doing the build-up to the show and then you'll see um an hvac r&d promo video from us and then you'll probably see uh well i know you'll see the the podcast pavilion promo video that'll have a little bit of footage from everybody in it it's going to be part of the show so a lot of stuff to to look forward there um yeah i mean if you're a tech or an installer you know every other year or at least just go once i mean we're talking about if you've ever been to a and always throw johnstone out here johnstone does a good job of having like an open house at their branches or something where they have some vendors in the warehouse yep there's literally 1600 plus vendors here yep you can see all kinds of stuff I mean, that number, 1,600, don't, I mean, it, it's three days, and it takes you, 
all God, three it almost days. Take you, yeah, <laughs> it takes you all three days to try to walk around and try to get a get a handle on this place. But um, whether you're residential, commercial, right, you can plan your your walk through this place. When I went fresh out of being a technician, just the tools alone or the stuff coming out um, is insane, man. It's absolutely insane. You don't even realize you're even in the same industry when you go in there. Well, and that's, that's another very key point why I think it's important to go to something like this at least once or a couple of times is you truly get to see just how vast the HVACR industry truly is. Right. Um, the jobs that are on the floor. Right? Yeah. The jobs, the people it. in there that are in this industry that are not just putting it in. Correct. And ripping it out. Uh, which I get guys calling me all the time. Like, hey, man, how do I get out of the field? Or if I want to get out of the field, like, what could I get into? Like, this place would really open your eyes yep. on that. Yep. Because they are literally thousands upon thousands of careers in the trades not right let alone just what's in hvac itself um so it's a great place to see that's a great place to network great place to to see new things learn new things and you know do your own uh research and development as we like to say r&d yeah yep. a little r&d there um so yeah january 22nd through the 24th yep in chicago shy town Chicago, Chicago yep, town. Hopefully the weather will be okay. Yep. Hopefully we're not Ooh, frozen to the sidewalk. Uh, <laughs> uh, January. Yeah. Hopefully riding gets us a spot where we don't have to walk outside. Yeah. I don't think it's possible. Uh, no, I think we're stuck there. That place was apparently uh, sold out. I think I don't know, months ago already, even before we oh, were even yeah. thinking about it. Oh, um, so yeah, I think there's going to be some walking or some Ubering involved. Uh, I'm trying to find out where a few other people are staying to where we can decide where we want to stay potentially. Um, but yeah, so make sure to go check out ahrexpo.com. We're very excited to continue working with them. We're pumped to be there. We're pumped to get to meet a lot of you guys there. Um, hopefully we'll you know, meet as many new people this round as we did this past round, maybe even more. Who knows? Um, and definitely, uh, do a bit better with the scheduling right now we are scheduled for two shows uh um one to three on both monday and tuesday in pavilion two i believe um and then we're working on setting up some additional uh hvac r&d fun stuff outside of that so keep you posted on that um also we did get all the giveaways done i i did get to go meet rachel and her husband that's HVAC install her. Um, awesome people. We sat around and used an old air handler as a lunch table. I sat out, ate lunch with them on a job site and gave them all their stuff, hoping nice. they, they got to use some of it and it did them good. I tried to make sure that everybody's giveaway was kind of, I would say, tailored to what I believe they do mostly during the day. So, like I said, you know more service related stuff to some people and more install related stuff to others um, to try to make it be stuff that they could truly use. Nice. Um, 
so yeah and all five of them will be on the show uh, between August and September so HVAC Louisiana Cooling with Krause G-Tory HVAC HVAC Installer and Sheet Metal HVAC will all be on the show we're very excited to welcome them and get to really hear uh, some more new interesting voices and stories uh, in our industry God, cooling with Krause is going to be a riot. Well, what's even better is we're recording on his birthday, so it's going to be. Oh a yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have him on. Yep, it's going to be fun. All right. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Go check us out on hvacrnd.com. Follow us on social media: Instagram, Tradehounds, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn. And for anything else, check the LinkedIn in the bios. We're back at it, guys. We'll be here over and over and over until we take two weeks off. Yep, that's it. (laughs) All right, see you guys. Peace.